Hello there. Welcome to the podcast on the coronavirus. We are all up in arms. We're all worried. We're all nervous. We're all wondering. We're all scared to some degree. But you know, I tell my patients a number of things and I'm going to walk through the list with you. Some of the advice from a psychologist on how to deal with this issue that's now facing our country. Now, I'm not going to talk about the virus itself. We have a lot of people do that. But what would a psychologist tell his patients? That's my question. Well, let's take a walk through this kind of a park, and maybe this could be helpful to you, okay? First of all, we're in the middle of it, so recognize that. It's in the upswing, and um, we're in the early stages, and it will still develop on for a while. So this is not over, but we're in the early stages. So let's assume that to be true. Now, what do you do? What does a psychologist tell his patients? Number one, get a, a little bit of extra sleep. This is the time to get extra sleep so that your body is not only rested, but your body builds a strength of immunity and be able to protect itself. So if you have been short on sleep, this is the time to catch up on a little bit of extra sleep. Maybe an hour extra sleep per night, maybe an hour and a half. But not five hours. I mean, you don't have to isolate. You don't have to go into depression sleeping. But just a little extra sleep per night for the next 30 days, let's say. And uh, really commit yourself to that. Okay, that's number one. Number two is this. Eat properly. Eat a little bit extra in the area of vegetables and the fruits. Give yourself, give your body a chance to build up a little bit of immunity through better eating habits. So make sure you get your fruits and your vegetables in good quantity for the next 30 days or more. Maybe build a habit of eating a little bit more in the area of fruits and vegetables so that you can build up a resistance within your body. So that's an extra. Here's the third point. Get some exercise. Don't isolate and just sit around. If you do isolate, make sure you get exercise. Walk around the yard, walk up and down the street, walk places where you need to go. But just get a little exercise so that your body again gets that endurance and that strength from exercise. Okay, that's number three. Here's number four. Drink extra water. Remember, anytime you have the flu or anytime you're sick, a little extra water is good for you. So maybe if you're used to drinking eight ounces of water a day, drink 16. If you're used to drinking 16 hours, uh, 16 ounces of water per day, drink 20. You have to kind of remember that um, eight ounces is about a good glass. 16 ounces, a couple glasses. So make sure every day, you get your water and perhaps a goal of at least getting 16 ounces of water per day. Maybe more. But that's like two substantial glasses of water. Okay? So do that. Here's number four. It's okay to take a few extra vitamins. Vitamin C, the B complex, would be good. Take some of the vitamins that you have in your shelf, on your medicine chest, and just take one a day. A one a day vitamin or whatever you have available to you. Don't go out and necessarily buy more vitamins, but whatever you have available, just take them. Again, to build immunity, to build up a resistance in your body. So add a vitamin or two. You don't have to take multivitamins. You don't have to take megavitamins, but maybe a vitamin or two a day would be a good addition that you could do to protect yourself. So that's that point. Here's the next one. Don't isolate. Don't isolate. You know, if you're going to not go to work, if you're not going to go to church, you're not going to go to shopping, you're not going to go out to any social events, you're going to isolate at home. Don't isolate. Call people. Talk to people by phone. Email people. Text people. Engage in conversation. At least get some interaction with people so that you are not an isolated individual. Isolation is not good. If you're sick and you isolate, 
you're only adding to your sickness. You're only adding to your problem and making yourself even more vulnerable. So keep your socialization positive, either in person or over the phone, or even in person if you have to kind of talk to people at a distance, like over the fence or, you know, next door, but stay a distance if you want to. But at least connect with people on a daily basis. Don't isolate. Okay, those are six points. Here's, here's number seven. Examine your own resistance, your immune system. Kind of look back over the last, oh, maybe five years. Have you been sick? Do you tend to get the flu? Do you tend to get the cold? Do you tend to have minor illnesses of some kind? Are you prone to having headaches? Are you prone to having some kind of uh, mild illness? If you are, your immune system is probably down a little bit. But if you've been healthy, you had a good healthy pattern for maybe the last five years or more, your resistance is probably pretty strong. It's probably pretty good. Believe in it. You have an immune system, and it's the immune system which fights off germs of various kinds. And you want to make sure that if you have a good, strong immune system, you're probably pretty safe. You may get a sick, that may be, but you won't die. You may be ill, but it won't be serious. It won't be severe. But you may not get it at all because your immune system fights it off and be able to set up a resistance pattern to things like the virus. So examine your immune system. If you have a weak immune system, be careful. Follow very carefully the rules and the regulations of protecting yourself. But if your resistance has been po quite positive and strong, believe in it. Have faith in it, okay? Here's another point that you need to keep into account. Inform yourself about the virus and inform yourself about the outbreak of the virus. Now, that's just to kind of keep a pace with what the virus is and what it's all about, although that's not going to help you very much. But what you want to be informed about is what are people doing? What are people doing to keep themselves safe? What are the recommendations that are coming from our health uh, community so that you can keep yourself safe? So listen to those and maybe apply those. But don't get over excessive in the area of self-protection unless your community calls for it, which is my next point. Be aware of what's going on in your community. Are you living in a community where there is no outbreak whatsoever? Well, if that's the case, relax. Kind of go about your business, but be careful and be wise. If you live in a community where there has been an outbreak or there is an outbreak of some kind, even if it's small, be careful. That's the kind of community that you want to just be uh, careful about and move around very care carefully and limit your social exposure. On the other hand, if you live in a community that's very safe and very healthy and not had an outbreak and seems to be quite uh, secluded from uh, ill health, well, trust that and enjoy your life and then go out and be around. And But again, be wise. Okay, that's the next point. Here's another one. Accept services rendered. You know, there are uh, a number of drugstores now, pharmacies, that are going to be setting up little tents in their parking lot, a places where you can go and your temperature will be taken and you'll be asked to identify if you have any particular symptoms and then be warned or be guided in terms of whether you have to be careful or not or whether you have some of the symptoms or not. In other words, if they're in your community, there is a um, testing center, uh, whatever you can call them, a health test testing center, make yourself available. Go and have yourself checked. It's okay. In other words, if there's a service in your community that would help you identify whether you're at risk or not, go and participate in that particular evaluation or that particular service. Okay? Here's another point. Clean hands. It's kind of, remember the old statement, clean hands, pure heart? Well, maybe it's clean hands and pure stomach <laughs> or pure body. But keep your hands clean. I wash my hands every hour. 
I wash my hands every hour after seeing somebody in my clinical practice. So I don't know what you do, but you either wash it with soap and water or use some kind of a sanitizer or some kind of a system that kind of sterilizes your hands or cleans your hands from any germ that might be there. Use what's available to you. And if it isn't readily available, you may want to put out a pan of water and soap and just keep that out so that every hour you can just dip your hands in there, get the soap in there, let it do its work, wipe your hands, and then go about your business for another hour. You don't have to wash your hands every minute. You don't have to wash it every five minutes, 10 minutes, every time you do something with your hands. But remember, keep your hands clean and keep your hands away from your face, from your eyes, from your mouth, from your nose. Okay? Clean hands. Okay? And... Here's another one. Go about your business with wisdom. Go about your business with good judgment, with good planning, with good preparation. Be wise, okay? Be wise. If it seems to be suspicious, be careful or avoid. But if there's no reason to avoid a particular situation or a person or a store or some kind of activity, just go and relax. Let your body enjoy life. The more that you worry about this, the more that you get anxious about this, the more vulnerable you are. It's kind of saying this, as your anxiety level goes up, your immunity system goes down. As your stress levels go up in life, your immunity system goes down, which makes you more vulnerable. So if you're living on a high level of stress, you're more vulnerable. If you take on a high level of stress right now, you're more vulnerable because stress breaks down the immune system and it's the immune system that fights off and wards off the germs related to a virus and other kind of illnesses and disorders. Here's another point. Keep track of what's going on in your community. Have you had any illness? Have you had any signs of the virus? Is anybody sick? Has anybody died? Just keep, keep track. Just keep identifying. And you don't have to watch television all day long. In fact, I recommend that you watch television no more than three hours a day. You may want to watch a little bit just to kind of keep informed, but no more than three hours a day. Watch a little bit in the morning. Watch a little bit in the afternoon. Watch a little bit in the evening. Just kind of get a track of what's going on. But don't obsess yourself by watching the television and listening to the news for four, five, six, and seven hours a day. You become more obsessed. You become much more uh, distressed you know, over this entire matter. So keep your television watching moderate. Three hours a day is recommended, but no more than that. You'll be informed. If you read the paper, if you look on your news and your internet and so on and you watch television just a little bit and get get the news on this you'll be okay you'll have enough information to make a wise decision you don't have to obsess on it so there you are those are some of the things that i tell my patients and those are the things that i tell myself and i tell my family so if you kind of use these points as a guideline in all probability you're going to put yourself into a positive position but if you violate these kind of principles of self-care, then you might be exposing yourself to a little bit higher level of risk. So there's no guarantees one way or the other. You know, what I have just said and shared with you might help most of the people, but it may not help somebody. What it may be help somebody, but may not help others. So everybody's different. Everybody's an individual, but these are some of the things that we all can do because they all help us remain healthy, not just from this virus because of what's going on right now, but remain healthy from flus and colds and allergy uptakes and all the rest, all the different kinds of things that could happen in the area of health. These are just healthy patterns of living. And keep that in mind. Live healthy, but live wise, but live relaxed and reduce the stress. 
Stress is the big factor. If you're under stress, get it under control. Do something, make some changes so that the stress level reduces itself. If you're off work, go see a counselor. Make an appointment with some psychologist that right can be a help to you now and give you thinking it through. Take advantage of the time that you have available and do some of the things that maybe would be helpful and that you've been wanting to do all along the way. So I recommend that you know to you. So there you are. Glad that we had this chance to visit. And I would encourage you just to be wise and not foolish, but use good judgment. Don't put yourself at risk and don't put yourself in a frenzy either. Okay? Keep yourself under control. Bye for now.